Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Unschooled in Lifestyle. Today, I have Mia Reynolds as a guest. Her and I connected in one of our local unschooling groups. And um, her and her son, Braylon, have been, you know, we've been meeting regularly. And Braylon has um, autism. So I'm going to pass it on to Mia so she can introduce herself and tell us how her journey got started uh, into an autism diagnosis. Hi, Mia. Welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, but my name is Mia Reynolds. Um, I have an 11-year-old son, uh, Braylon, and I'm trying to think. Uh, He officially got diagnosed right before his fourth birthday. Okay. Um. Yeah, so as far as our journey, um, I want to say I suspected that he might be autistic. Okay. Around six months. Um, okay. Yeah, um, it was just little things. Um, from six months on, it was like no eye contact, um, not really responding to his name when called and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of being sensitive to certain sounds and things like that. Um, I did, um take him to his pediatrician to, you know, talk about it. Uh-huh. And uh, his first pediatrician was like, well, you know, kids develop, you know, differently. differently. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, uh, we don't want to, you know, jump the gun with that. And I was like, well, okay. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, it was still just like a, a feeling because um, of course, you know, I'm like, not like an expert or anything as far as autism is concerned, but mm-hmm. I was just, you know, it was just a feeling. Yeah. So um, I want to say I, I I did kind of put it off because his doctor really didn't seem concerned. Okay. I want to say I brought it back up his third, around, around his third birthday, okay. only because um, I think I really didn't notice how, I guess, uh, different he was developing towards other kids because like he's like the first grandson nephew like you know it it was just him and so once I decided to uh, put him in daycare and I seen him like with the other kids and stuff and I was just like "Hmm," you know it it, kind of got got back you know thinking thinking. in my head so I did go back to his pediatrician brought him up again he kind of you know dismissed me and I was like "Mm." so I actually (laughs) I switched pediatricians okay (laughs) and um I talked to his new pediatrician about my concerns he was like well you know it wouldn't hurt to you know get him tested so I was like okay and so yeah um we got the diagnosis um before his fourth uh birthday wow now what are those tests uh what are they like the testing um for us um it was like a one-day thing um he had uh different meetings with um a a pediatrician who specializes with like autistic children okay um a speech therapist um who else was there uh a psychiatrist it was like like different meetings with different um like health specialists and then um they got back to us just a few weeks later. You know, oh, wow. Just, okay. just a, yeah, it, it didn't take long. Um, like I said, it was a one day thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we, we got the diagnosis like before his uh, fourth birthday. What was it like once you said, okay, that we have this diagnosis to work with, what what goes next? Okay, so for me, I, I'm pretty sure my response is different from other parents because when I finally like got the news, it was like, I kind of felt relieved. Okay, because yeah. for me, I can see that. 
it was the unknowing that was yes. worrying me. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I feel like something's going on, but I'm not sure. And like I said, his first pediatrician was just kind of, I felt like blowing me off. So when I got the, got the doctor, I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. so um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I've, I've heard other stories, you know, from parents and, this, you know, it's, you know, they have a, you know, very, you know, upset reaction and stuff. And I get of that, course. but like I said, for me, I was like, okay, it's it's not just me. It's not just, you know, in my head. Mm-hmm. So it was more like a relief because my view on it is if I don't know what's going on, how can I how can you help, help him? How yes. can I be there for him? So for me, it, it was worse not knowing. Of course. But um, yeah, so I want to say um, it, it wasn't too long after we got the paperwork. They actually mailed it in to me. And then I set up an appointment, another appointment with his um, with his regular uh, pediatrician okay. and just like go over options and everything. And they did bring up, um, you know, ABA therapy and things like that. Okay. Um, like I said, I, you know, you know, completely new to this, didn't really even know what that was. What that was, yes. And, um, <laughs> so we did, you know, we tried it out. Um can you explain a little bit? So I am not very familiar with ABA. Uh-huh. I know very little. Um, can you explain in your own words what that is or what that, uh, how do they put it? Um, how do they explain it to you um, as to we should do this? This is what uh, Braylon needs. Yeah. So it was like suggested to me, you know, just like, you know, a therapy, like a, a play therapy, um, Okay. That he would do um a certain amount of days, um, certain amount of hours. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh they gave us the choice of either having somebody come to the house or, you know, a center that um they knew of, um, you know, to send them to. Okay. So I had the option, the center I picked, we did um both. I had them come during the weekdays and then on the weekend, like Saturday and during the summer, I was, you know, have him go to the center. Okay. And, um, for, for me, just observing, um, ABA therapy, it was like, it was a lot of, um, like life skills. Like they would do a little bit of everything. Like they would, um, go over him with certain things like, you know, like tying shoes or, you know, uh, working with, you know, fine motor skills and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then it was also like different, like social scenarios and things like that. It was, um, just a, a mix of, of things, uh, that they did to work with him. Um, it was fine. in, in, in the beginning, um, because at this time he's like four, right? He's like yeah. four going into almost five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, uh, he did do preschool and, you know, go to kindergarten. And so, mm-hmm. uh, for me, like I said, it was, <laughs> it was like long, but, um, I think what it was like now thinking back on it mm-hmm. because he was in school all day and then come home and do, cause because of our I think it was because of our insurance if I remember correctly they like recommended a certain amount of hours so they would like come after school for maybe three four hours so oh wow yeah (laughs) so he would do like he would do like kindergarten and he would come home he was he in a full day um for kindergarten no no but then uh for first grade you know because like I said we we did it for uh, a few years okay and so so his whole day was between school and therapy and ABA therapy right 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I noticed, especially once he started, you know, um, first grade and like, you know, doing the full school day, mm-hmm. uh, I would describe it as some kind of rebelling. Um, he never really had like destructive behaviors or things mm-hmm. like that, but I would notice um, writing on the walls uh kicking kicking and running uh from people mm-hmm. even at school he was like you know um trying to run out of class and things like that and i just felt like um that it was just kind of getting too much for him mm-hmm. and so when i would bring up my concerns they'd be like oh well this is normal you know you know we can uh, work with him to get him out of these behaviors and you know this this is normal and i'm like it wasn't my normal. <laughs> so you're so th- you experience a different kind of normal, a different kind of person almost yeah. when you guys were not in therapy, right? Mm-hmm. And what do those days look like? Would like was that that big of a difference, you know, between being in therapy and being out, mm-hmm. you know, like almost freer, right? Then Yeah. Um I like always describe my son as like just a cool calm collected kind of go with the flow kind mm-hmm. of kid and that's who I know yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's you know that's just how he is but it was like a lot of destructive behaviors like even at one point because we would do the therapy in our living room and there would be times where he would get frustrated um maybe like they would ask him repeatedly to do something that he already did um go oh, okay. over worksheet that he already did and then he would try to run off and he would either like you know grab or kick at the television mm-hmm. which like I said th- this was not for me this was not normal but for them this was like oh this is how you know this is how these kids do it's it's okay it's fine and I was just like so your inner voice was saying something to you right yeah I was really feeling like mm, I don't know if this is for me, like I said, it wasn't my normal, yes. how he was behaving in school. And especially with them, I just feel like he was almost rebelling. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is not, this is, it, it just didn't feel right. But, you know, I, you know, they kept saying, you know, to trust them and, you, you know, like this is, this is normal. We can work with it. We can work with it. Um, For me, the change was probably a, like we, like I said, we did it for a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, um, I want to say the, the the biggest change for me was um, Facebook and social media. Okay. Uh, for me, um, I was I, I don't even remember how I found. I was gonna say I was gonna ask people. you how did you get there? You know what yeah, was because, happening? You um, were just searching for something else, right? Your actually, voice I, I think was... what it was, um, it was a page that I had already followed um, that talked about you know just different social social uh, justice issues and everything, mm-hmm. but uh the young lady actually ended up um I think it was around April because you know autism awareness month that Mm -hmm. she herself was autistic and then like she just posted like a long list of other pages and you know groups and things like that ran by autistic um adults Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of clicked for me you know like as I'm going through the list that she posted and I'm looking at what they're and I'm like this makes a lot of sense to like, you know, that they, they're giving their advice, they're giving their thoughts. And it's just like, oh, that makes and a lot of sense. And what was that advice? What were their thoughts? 
Um, for one thing, it was they really were focusing on like just developing an actual relationship with your child. Mm -hmm. Um, they had different advice as far as school and as far as um talking about bullying and and really it was just them telling their stories mm -hmm. of how you know it was for them growing up things that they went through things that they wish other people knew about the autistic community and things like mm -hmm. that and it was like it just made so much sense to listen to you know Someone. actually autistic people mm -hmm. you know yeah, totally <laughs> it, it just like it, it just kind of clicked I was like oh my you know like, I wish I would have seen this sooner like uh, it but like I said it, it, it until she posted that list it just didn't even you know I didn't even think about it until then. I'm like like I just feel like they had such good advice like just mm -hmm. hearing things in their own words yeah. you know words. their own experiences and that was to me life-changing <laughs> so you would start reading this advice and you see it you see it you feel it that you were right right that your intuition was guiding you in the right direction so what are the mm -hmm. next steps what next what steps do you take to stay true to that intuition and to help your son yeah so they you know posted their opinions about aba mm -hmm. and a lot of them you know, a lot of them were very anti, <laughs> anti ABA. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was saying, you know, I was explaining to my family, like, sometimes I feel like they're trying to almost change my son. And I felt mm -hmm. like he didn't need to be changed. Of um, and that's how they felt, you know, like they felt, you know, they were trying to make them unautistic or something. It's like, that's mm -hmm. just not possible, you know? <laughs> so, um, I did, you know, talk to my son about it and, you know, we, you know, talked about it and decided ABA just wasn't for us. Okay. Um, so we did end up taking him out. Um, and we still, he still went to school at, at that time. Okay. Um, public school, but it, it, it was a difference. <laughs> what, uh, when you decide to take Braylon out of ABA, did you get uh, a pushback from the people that were doing the therapy or whoever was providing the services? Um, Not a hard pushback. Like there were questions and I guess, you know, concerns and things that mm -hmm. they were, you know, talking about. But like he had a care coordinator that I spoke with and I just told her, like, I feel like, you know, We've we've done this for a few years. You know, it, it ran its course. We just want to, mm -hmm. you know, try something do, else. Do, yeah, we want to try something else. And she was like, okay, if you, you know, really feel like it, I'll talk to the center for you and we could, you know, cancel mm -hmm. services and things like that. So um, I think it also helped speaking directly with her and having her, you know, speak for us too. That's I, good. I do think that, yeah. So I do think that helped. But like I said, as far as his behavior, it was, <laughs> it was night and day. I felt like, you know, Braylon was back. Like, it, you know, like how he, how he was before, you know, like I said, he was a very, he was always just a cool, calm, collected kid. Yes. Yeah. So that is, uh, that is fantastic. Such a story of, you know, courage, right? Because everyone's telling you the opposite that, yeah. you know, that, that the therapy was what he needed. Mm -hmm. But I love what you said about making the connection and how, you know, the other people that run those groups focus on that, the importance of having that connection and building that connection and trust mm -hmm. with your child. 
So, so, so you guys stopped the ABA and then he stays in school. So where, how does homeschooling or unschooling, I don't know, were you a traditional homeschooler before you like switched into unschooling yeah, or how does um, that come up, come into play? I want to say, um, it was the pandemic, um, that okay. kind of changed everything. We tried the, um, you know, the school's way of, you know, you know, they had all the kids bring home like little laptops. Little laptops yes. It was very hard. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like what grade is Braylon in, in at this time? Uh, he was in third grade. Oh, that's a hard, I, I can't yeah. imagine. Yes. Yeah. So like trying to get all these kids, you know, focused and actually do their lessons and you know us parents you know trying to fill out you know all the all this you know paperwork or or whatever it, it was a lot <laughs> of course sounds like <laughs> and it. I did kind of always have in the back of my mind the thoughts of homeschooling but okay. I just I wasn't sure if I could do it I didn't know okay. Um, I, I didn't know a lot of people that homeschooled. I did not mm -hmm. know any, especially any working parents. When I did kind of uh, in 2020 start to research it, it was like a lot of like um, stay at home moms and things mm -hmm. like that. Yes. And I was like, I'm not sure if I can. If do you could do that. that. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> but um, like I said, 2020 was kind of like the year where I was like, maybe we should at least give it a try. Mm -hmm. At least. Um, but yeah, I feel like we, as far as homeschooling journey, we started like every parent looking up all the, you know, different curriculums, curriculums. out there. Oh my God. Yes. Spending unnecessary <laughs> money. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> trying to find, you know, the best curriculum for yes. the child and things like that. And it was okay, but <laughs> I love it how you said it. it was okay. That's <laughs> okay, just like drawn out. I don't know. I feel like he's such a curious, you know, kid. I, I like, you know, the when he asks questions about th things. And I just felt like the longer we were in school, the less he wanted to learn. And I just, I wasn't comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, when I was talking about homeschooling, one of the things was I was telling my family. I just want him to be a lifelong learner. I don't mm -hmm. want him to lose that, that spark, that curiosity. Yes. And so um, I had made like a little YouTube playlist of um, like uh, for homeschooling and just watching different uh, videos. And then it was one that talked about different styles, like different types mm -hmm. of homeschooling. And that's where I found out about unschooling. Okay. And I just felt like, it was better for me and him just because we're such go with the flow people and just, you know, and I really like the idea of child led learning. I, yes. I thought that was just really interesting, really cool. And I was like, let's give it a try. Let's you know? give it a try. Um, and we, we both end up liking it. <laughs> I <laughs> love lot. it. Um, I just felt like it was so interesting. I felt like it was a very interesting journey. Um, like I felt like not only was he learning, but mm -hmm. I was learning too. Of course, yeah. You know, like that's right the now, beauty of it. Yes, right now he's really in the space, and he's you know so interested. He's so focused that you know he's learning so much, and he's coming and you know telling me you know we I you know found this planted in that plant. You know he's mm -hmm. telling me you know all this information. I'm like really you know. <laughs> Like, it's, so cool. it's funny, like he'll talk to me or he'll talk to my mom or my sister and we're all like, what? 
you know, like, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. <laughs> it's just really cool. It's, it's really awesome just seeing his face light up, seeing him excited about learning, like, mm -hmm. like un unschooling, you know, or child-led lear child learning, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. I, yes. It, 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 it was just very awesome for us. It was just really, really cool to see um him taking charge of his own education, him mm -hmm. wanting to learn, him wanting to, you know, watch all the videos and look at all the books and, you know, just, you know, asking questions. And then, you know, I'm like, well, let's look it up. Let's, you let's know, find out. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's find out, you know, um, we'll go to the library. Um, actually we're here now. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> we're at the library now um you know check out books about you know whatever he wants to learn um and one thing that I was kind of nervous about because I'm like well what if he doesn't want to you know get really into like English or math or and you mm -hmm. know and when I would sit back and watch him um like on his ipad or on his computer yeah i would catch him looking up you know like how to add and subtract fractions wow or, you know i would catch him watching you know different um english lessons um on youtube like they have like very kid friendly like english um, english yes. lessons mm -hmm. i was like oh this is you know it was just so yes. interesting to me yes like when i let him kind of like be in charge of his yes. you know he, he wanted to you know like the stuff that he's looking at I'm like I'm thinking back when I was in school and I was like no I yeah did we didn't care want... about this <laughs> same <laughs> I did here not care about adding and subtracting fractions <laughs> yes <laughs> I did not care about you know decibels and you know so course, it was just yes. really interesting but also really cool seeing that he wanted to learn you know it wasn't yeah. me or a teacher saying this is what you have to learn yeah it was just him naturally being interested in yes it. and it was on his own timeline though because a lot of people and I think a lot of people that are starting to homeschool one of the biggest complaints that they have is like my child doesn't want to learn and I've always thought about it because at the beginning I was I felt that way like my child doesn't want to learn because he didn't want to do the math lesson that I mm -hmm. had so, you know, like I had prepared for him, right? I had all right. these, you know, scribbles and devils. And I'm like, oh, here is our math lesson for today. But it just wasn't what he needed at that time, you know? Yeah. And I could not for the life of me understand that. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why is this not important to you right now? So, right. you know, but once they find their rhythm, I feel that th that everything comes natural. It's like learning, I've always said, it's non-linear. And I feel like in the school system, it's very linear. Like you have to learn, you know, A before you go to B. But why don't you, why can't you learn C before you learn A? Or, you know, right. is, is this like model that it's the one way of learning? Yeah. And I love how he has found his own rhythm. And I know he's an artist because he says, right. <laughs> Can you talk yes. a little bit more about that aspect, um, that part of him that is very important to him? Yeah. Um, so um, I want to say around um, first or second grade, I think he got it maybe like a birthday or a Christmas gift. I'm not sure, but it was just like Play-Doh okay. and, you know, he would just play with it in his, I noticed he really liked to play with it in his hands and just, you know, he started making little things. Um, 
making people making animals and you know make or making different shapes and stuff but then like as time went on like he just really kept improving to the point mm -hmm. to where if my family was around they'd be like Braylon did that you know like <laughs> you know like oh that's actually pretty good you know um and even when he was when he was in school you know uh, one of his teachers had entered him like in this art contest because she noticed that he liked to play with you know the putty or the clay mm -hmm. in, the, in class and he actually you know won the school um contest and then uh he even went to state level like state as level. far as you know his art and so that was one of the things that I really wanted to um, have him, you know, focus on was art. Because I'm like, he's, he's you know, really. a, a, just other people be like, he's actually kind of, he's kind of good at this, Mia. You know, like, <laughs> wow, he did that, you know. So, um, like, I was telling you, like, I need to start taking pictures. Because, like, mm -hmm. I know my, my mom and my sister, they're like, oh, this is awesome. So they've been taking pictures. But, um, and now, like, having the the freedom and of you know kind of having him take charge of his own education yes. and um one of the things that I did was um I took him it was in downtown Detroit uh this uh immersive art experience mm -hmm. um it was Van, the artist was Van Gogh and I took yes. him and me and him had a great time we spent the day there had a great time um, looking at all the art and hearing the music and everything Grace. and so while the show was going on you know he he uh, grabbed me and he whispered you know like is he an artist and I said yeah Van Gogh's an artist he said like me and I'm like yes well, yes okay. like you <laughs> so and, and it's been a few times that he has tell me you know I'm an artist yes you know like he's telling me who he is and I'm yes. like yes okay you're an artist you know you say mm -hmm. you're an artist all right yes. you know yes <laughs> so I just I, I I love homeschooling I love having him you know I just love having him um around mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. he's just very um I feel like he's more confident in in himself yes. and just yes. he's just you know growing and it's just awesome to see him grow and yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> yes, I really love that though because I I feel like children from the very from you know from the time that we're born, I think we know who we are as people. Like we know mm -hmm. what we like and what we love and what we don't like. But then often, more often than not, we are we are trying to fit into this uh, path that society has given to us, and yeah. we forget who we are. You know, and I think uh, Braylon's experience with having the time to explore and build upon a foundation of love and trust and connection has really made him, you know, like flourish more into who he already knows that he is and yeah. that he is an artist. And I thank you so much for sharing that with us. So I wanted to ask you, um, you know, he's now 11 and you started this journey. I mean, from the beginning, from when he was six months old. For people that are watching this and perhaps they think they have a son or a daughter that's perhaps autistic and they're starting the journey to find, to get a diagnosis, what kind of words of wisdom would you have for that? And for, and for people that have found the diagnosis and they, they feel the notch like you did, that it wasn't that it wasn't what they needed uh, uh, yes yeah. so, what would you say um, to them too that's a good question so I really feel like just listening to your gut because yeah. like I said with 
with him, I suspected that he might be autistic, mm-hmm. but you know, his first pediatrician was kind of just like blowing me off and everything. So, um, just to really listen to yourself, you know, um, to your inner voice, don't, you know, question yourself because I guess because I really didn't know much about autism, I was questioning myself like, well, maybe he's not, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure, but it's like, actually, um, you know, going as far as switching pediatricians and, yes. you know, actually having somebody that listened to my concerns and everything, mm-hmm. you know, was, you know, just great. And I really felt like kind of really got us started on the path of, you know, just really getting him, you know, what he needs. Um, yes. <clears throat> excuse me. So basically just, you know, listen to yourself and, and really, uh, stay like determined as far as, you know, getting that diagnosis, um, having somebody listen to you, you know? Yes. Um, so I, I really feel like, you know, that's important. And as far as, <laughs> as far as like services or, um, anything extra, it's, it's, I really feel like, having actually getting that diagnosis the best thing to do listen to autistic people Mm -hmm. I feel like it's such it it, it just makes so much sense uh, sense to listen to somebody who's actually already been through it Mm -hmm. um who 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 knows what it's like to be in your child's shoes Mm -hmm. um I feel like a lot of us um because I've you know talked to other autistic parents and I really want us to get out of that um woe is me type of thing and I really want us to just really accept our kids because you know that's Mm -hmm. that's another thing that you know um uh, the autistic community is talking about as far as April concern April is concerned not just autism awareness but autism acceptance wow Um, that's beautiful that's huge yeah when when I started seeing them say that switching it up switching it up from autism awareness to autism acceptance, acceptance. Month. like I love that yes <laughs> I love it so um really try really you know try like I said for me it was Facebook whatever social media platform you're on you know they are there mm-hmm. um telling their stories telling you know their life experiences and you know sometimes even what they wish their parents would understood, have done. You know, yes. yeah, understood mm-hmm. or would have done while they were growing up. So for me, when you actually get that diagnosis for your child, listen to autistic people. They wow. know. They know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's powerful to mm-hmm. to know that our children, there's nothing wrong with them, right? Yeah. Um, that our children are perfect and that we're supposed we are supposed to connect, connect with them mm-hmm. and and support them in whatever journey they're on. So yeah. um, this is so very powerful. Thank you so much once again. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week, everyone. Thank you so very much. Please uh, do share, like, and subscribe to our videos. If you feel that this information, this video was very powerful or maybe it could help someone, feel free to send it out. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, we'll love to hear them. And remember then your time is precious. I hope you're making it count. Thank you so much, Mia. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye.